are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Now, we're going to talk about faith this morning again. We're going to talk about God's willingness through faith. Sometimes I think that we get the idea that, well, God just loves so-and-so better than he loves me. You're, I just don't understand why the blessings of God come to brother so-and-so, and none of it ever comes to me. Well, the Word of God has something to say about that. And I want you to open your Bibles to Hebrews 11th chapter again. I want us to read from verse 1. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Now let's take a little different viewpoint of this than we did in the other session. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. Now if you hope for something, it's something you desire, isn't that right? There's not anyone that desires something that they don't hope for. So hope is important. Now sometimes we've had the idea that, well, hope's not important. Kick hope out. You don't get anything by hoping. Well, now, hope is very important because here it says faith is the substance of the things hoped for or the things that you hope for. Hope is a goal setter. People come in a prayer line hoping to be healed, but now hope won't heal you. You see, there's no substance in hope, but yet hope is important, and we need to understand that because without hope, they wouldn't have come. See, you came here hoping to receive something from the Word of God that would cause you to grow spiritual and be strong in the Lord. Well, if you hadn't had any hope, you wouldn't have come. So hope was important, wasn't it? If it hadn't been for hope, you wouldn't have been here. So hope is important. Now, when we talk about this, sometimes people say, well, I just don't understand about so-and-so. You know, they just confess the Word of God. They believe God but, you know, they finally just gave up hope and they died. Well, now, faith is the substance of the things hoped for. When you give up hope and have no hope, then there's nothing for faith to give substance to. Can you see that? Now, that'll tell you why some people believe in God and hold and fast for their healing but ended up dying, and some of those same people told people, I'm just tired of fighting it, I just lost hope. When you lose your hope, you're going to lose your faith. Your faith has nothing to give substance to. So we need to realize that hope is important. Now, I mentioned this the other session. I want to say it again briefly here because I think it bears repeating. This thermostat over here on the wall is designed to send an impulse to the heart of the unit outside this building that controls the temperature in this building. Now, the heart of that unit, called an air conditioning unit or a heating unit, was designed to control the temperature of this building. It wasn't designed to cook your food or wash your clothes. It's only designed for that purpose, and it knows how to do it. It knows how to produce the right temperature in this building. But yet, without the goal setter, which is the thermostat, that unit is of no benefit to this building because it will not operate without it. You see, that thermostat there, which is a goal setter, and we'll liken it to hope, 
See, hope works in the head, doesn't work in the heart. Faith works in the heart, in the spirit of man. That's why that some people have hope, they have mental assent also to the word of God, but see, there is no substance in that hope to cause the manifestation of it, yet that hope is a very important part of receiving from God because if there was no hope, you would not be constant and would not hold your faith until you got the manifestation. Now, when you walk over to that thermostat and it's 90 degrees in here and you turn 70 degrees on that thermostat, you're calling for a temperature that's not in this building. You're calling for something that's not here. Now, that's what hope does. When you look in the Word of God and find a promise of God that is not manifest in your life, then it gives you hope. Well, I hope that I could receive what God has given me. The Bible says He's given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of Him that has called us to glory and virtue. So the Word of God immediately gives us hope. But the hope will not bring the manifestation of it. There must be faith. So hope is important, though, because if it wasn't for hope, then we wouldn't hold fast to the Word. Now, when you turn that thermostat to 70 degrees, it sends an impulse to the heart of that unit and says, get us some cool air in here. Now, the heart of that unit is designed to do exactly what that thermostat says. See, it sends an impulse out there and says, release the substance that will cause the manifestation of the cool air, which in one case might be natural gas that would fire up and would cause the cooling cause to go to work. You know, they have natural gas air conditioners down in our country. And it would begin to put some cool air in this building. But now, you see, without the thermostat, you could stand in here and holler to the top of your lungs and pray and fast and intercede for weeks that it'd get cool in here. And until that goal setter's set, there's not going to be any cool air in here. So hope is important. That's what I want you to see. I want you to see how important hope is to faith. Faith is a spiritual force. Hope is a goal setter. You get your hope from the Word of God. You read in the Romans, the, the fourth chapter, that says, Abraham, against hope, believed in hope. Now, see, he made a decision to believe in hope. You don't just wake up some morning feeling like believing God. I mean, it just doesn't work that way. You make a conscious decision to believe what God said. Now, see, when you read the Word of God, see what God's promises say, then it gives you some hope. But you see, hope has no substance. Just because you know it's in the Bible gives you hope, but there's no substance in just knowing it's in the Bible. It has to get inside you. So when you begin to speak and quote what God said, it transfers or sends an impulse from the goal setter down to the heart that is designed to produce or lead you to or guide you to the promise of God that you've read that gave you hope. Now the human spirit is designed of God to produce, lead you to, gather the information that will cause the manifestation of the promise in your life. Proverbs twenty twenty seven says, The spirit of man is the candle of the Lord, searching all the inward parts of his belly, or his innermost being. 
Now, we would say it today in the everyday language that the spirit of man, the human spirit, what the Bible calls the heart, is the light bulb that God uses to enlighten him. Now, you see what I'm saying? God uses the human spirit to enlighten you. In the book of Job, there's a statement made that is far-reaching. It says, decree a thing, and light shall shine upon your path. It shall be established to you. Decree a thing, it shall be established to you, and light shall shine upon your path. See, when you look in the Word of God and you see a promise in the Word of God of healing or of financial prosperity or giving and it shall be given unto you or the manifestation of the gifts of the Spirit in your life. Paul said, Seek earnestly the best gifts that the Holy Spirit gives to every man severally as he will. Then it is a gift. It is a promise of God that is available to you. You look in there and see that. It gives you hope. But the more you quote that verse, proclaim what it says, and decree what it says, then it'll be established to you. And then light shall shine upon your path. The light of God shall reveal to the human spirit what to do, how to go about finding or causing the manifestation of that in your life. I think we mentioned this in one of the other sessions, but I want us to go to 1 Corinthians, the second chapter, and see something that the Apostle Paul said. Verse 9, he says, But as it is written, I have not seen nor ear heard, neither hath it entered into the heart of man the things that God hath prepared for them that love him. But God has revealed them to us by his Spirit. Now notice, it didn't come through the five physical senses realm didn't come through book learning. It came through the revelation of the Spirit of God to the human spirit. In other words, God enlightened us on that by revelation of the Holy Spirit into our spirit, and it came by the Spirit of God. Now, that's how God will lead you to the manifestation of the promise of God in your life by the human spirit, for the spirit of man is the candle of the Lord searching all the inward parts of his innermost being. In other words, what God is saying here in 1 Corinthians, the second chapter, in verse 9, he's saying that there's some things that will come to you by revelation of the Holy Spirit revealed into the human spirit by revealed knowledge that you can't get any other way. You can't get it by studying. You can't get it by going to college. You can't get it by any of these other means. Paul says it comes by revelation of the Spirit. God reveals it. Now, you see, I'm not against education. Certainly not. I think that we need to be educated all right. But there are certain things that we're going to have to get over on the Spirit of God and train the human spirit to receive enlightenment from the Spirit of God because the Spirit of God knows all about God. Let's go and read this. It says, But God hath revealed them to us by his Spirit, for the Spirit searcheth all things, yea, the deep things of God. Isn't that good news? I'm glad you could join us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Now, we're talking about all this week on the broadcast, God's willingness through faith. Our book offer this week is book offer number 7508, Success Motivation Through the Word. It's a 176-page paperback for $11 plus $4 postage and handling, a total of $15. 
Now, this book will give you insight into how to operate in the principles of the kingdom. Here are some of the chapter titles in this book. The first chapter is God's Will is Your Prosperity. God wants you to prosper, but He wants you to do it in His way, not in the world's way. You know, some people lie, cheat, and steal, and they think that's the way they're going to prosper. That'll ensure the fact that you will not have success. (laughs) It'll get you in a heap of trouble. Chapter 2 is called God's Willingness on Your Behalf. You know, grace, we've always said, is unmerited favor. But the Holy Spirit said to me one time, he said, grace is more than that. It is God's willingness to use his power and his ability on your behalf, even though you don't deserve it. So God's willingness on your behalf, it's the grace of God, not because we deserve it, but because God wants to bless us. You know, John 10.10 is dividing line of the Bible. The thief cometh not but for to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But I am come, Jesus said, that you might have life and have it more abundantly. Hallelujah. Chapter 3 is God's wisdom is available to you. Chapter 4 is knowledge of the kingdom. You need to know that the kingdom of God has provided everything that you need, and you need to know how to operate in it. And chapter 6 is our source of supply. That's offer number 7508, Success Motivation Through the Word. Now, this book is different from any success motivation book you probably ever read. It's based on biblically sound principles. It's a 176-page paperback for $11 plus $4 postage and handling, a total of $15. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Capps reminding you that the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Caps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Capps Ministries and our listeners in this area.